0: Welcome to the hello mornings podcast where our goal is to equip you to build a grace-filled life-giving morning routine my name is kat lee and i'm heather McFadden. and today our guest is none other than everyone's favorite worship leader carrie Jope. <laughs> and i mean can you, have a, can you have a favorite worship leader is that is that okay <laughs> i do i do <laughs> is, is that bad um, but today we're going to be talking about why we worship and how we can make it part of our morning routine now, for the maybe three people who are not familiar with you, Carrie, can you give us a little yeah. Carrie Job 101?
1: <laughs> Carrie Job 101. Um, well, I think the, my favorite thing to talk about is that I am now married to my husband, who's Cody Carnes. And we have a little 14 month old named Canyon. And um, we live in Nashville. I grew up in Dallas, started leading worship when I was really young, and uh, just love Jesus with all my heart. I love
2: it. Heather's in Dallas. I am in Dallas. I am. I came to the uh, pink impact last year and got to experience your amazing worship leading and meet your baby via. Did you say pink impact? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. We're Mm -hmm. gearing up Mm -hmm. for that again. Are you coming this year? I wish I so wish it was amazing. It was one of my favorites, Well, when you were started leading worship, you said you were young, but how did that all get started? How did you get into that at your church?
1: Right. Um, So I grew up in a Christian home and my parents did music. So I grew up singing a lot. And then when I was about um, 10 or so, that we started going to a church that was non-denominational. And um, I just had never experienced worship like that, where we would just spend time, not just, you know, just singing songs, but just actually spending time in the presence of God. And so from 10 to 18, that's the church that I was in. And I just I just fell in love with the presence of God and the fact that, you know, He changes the atmosphere. The things we're speaking and declaring are powerful. And so it just really impacted me in a way that I was like, I want to do this for my whole life. Like, I just loved worship. I learned that that I could sing. So it was, you know, actually something I I might could do, you know. And so when I, I went off to college, I just went to Christian University and Bible school to really just gear up because I wanted to do ministry and music. And um, thankfully, it's what I get to do. I served at Gateway Church, my home church, for about um, 14 years. And then now we're at a church in Nashville that we still serve on the worship team. And I love, I love local church, especially being a worship leader. It's very important, you mm-hmm. know, getting to serve people and do life with people, not just lead them in worship. So I just love that.
0: Now, was writing songs always a part of what you did, or is that something that you learned how to do later on in the process?
1: Um, I wrote my first song when I was 13, um, really, because I had to. I was in a worship (laughs) class, (laughs) 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 and our assignment was to write a song, and I remembered being like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. But getting through that first experience, realizing, oh, wow, okay, I can do this. So I just kept writing, and... I didn't really let people hear my songs until I was in college. I was too embarrassed. Mm. Um, but I remember the first time Gateway wanted to record one of my songs, and I was like, are you sure? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't know if people want to hear this. But um, yeah, so just getting over that vulnerable, you know, part of people hearing songs you've written is, is you know, it's kind of hard. But I loved, love getting to do that now.
2: I loved how you described the worship experience being different when you were um, leading with your parents and how it was just time in God's presence. And with this community, this Hello Mornings community, that's the goal of setting aside, waking up early. The reason we give up a little bit more sleep is to be in God's presence. And so for a lot of us, Mm. worship, I know for me it's the conduit to getting into his presence and so i don't know what your quiet time looks like or i know with a new baby that's difficult but right. when you lead worship all the time how does that what does that look like for you how do you incorporate yeah. worship into coming into the presence of god when you're yeah. alone when you're
1: alone with him right well yeah and i love that you say it like alone because i think sometimes as worship leaders we can de- default into, well, I've already spent time with the Lord because I've been leading worship and I've you know, yeah. been in His presence. But I think for me, I've just had to realize that that can't be my only place mm-hmm. of worship because I, I'm that's pouring out you know, for people to connect to the Lord. But me personally connecting to the Lord has to look different than that. And so, um, you know, since I've had a baby, it is a little bit different and I have to have grace on myself, you, you know, when I don't get, the time that I would want, you know, but if I do get the time I want, it's turning on a podcast of of preachers that I love to listen to, and um, I'm always I always have a worship going, whether it's Bethel or Kim Walker's new stuff or Elevation. I mean, there's just a plethora of amazing stuff and new stuff that's come out recently that I'm just loving, and um, and then I always love to read something. So I just I just finished actually a, a book. And I'm about to start. And David perceived he was king. Hmm. Um, So I'm always loving to read something that's just outside of the normal, not even just, you know, books on worship, but just books about, you know, something to, to encourage me or strengthen me or challenge me, you know, in my walk with the Lord. So it always looks different. I'm, I'm kind of ADD. I like to do a couple of different things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is it not distracting to you to listen to worship when worship is your job? Like you said, you have it going constantly. And I know there's some musicians <laughs> who can't have it going at all because it just makes it feel like work. How, oh yeah. How does that feel for you?
1: No, not at all. I'm, and I'm not a musician, you know, so I mm. think musically, I probably, I probably miss something that like my husband would catch or something, but um, I've just always been a worship junkie. I just I just love it. I love the atmosphere it brings. And it's always been, worship music has always been very healing and breakthrough for me. So it's just always something I enjoy. Now, if it's somebody that I've worked on the project and I know the ins and outs, maybe I get distracted by that. But, you know, most of the stuff, I, I'm not working on it, so I can really enjoy it.
2: I think it's great you mentioned, you know, Bethel and all these things that I, like, that's what I listen to when I'm having my quiet time. So the mom that's listening to this or the woman listening to this podcast, who's like, you know, looks up to you as this worship leader. And she says, oh, well, she's listening and connecting to God, Mm -hmm. listening to the same things I'm listening to. Uh, You know, are there any tips you could give someone who's wanting to make worship more a part of their morning how could how could yeah. they do that? What would you encourage
1: them to do? Yeah, I mean, I just going back to being moms, you know, I didn't realize the uh, distraction or the interruption that that would cause. You know, <laughs> I think I think one of the things that's been really helpful for me is just being able to hear the voice of God and cultivating that in my life. Because there's mornings where, like a couple of weeks ago, I got my cough feet. I was sitting by the window. The sun was coming in just perfectly. My son was sleeping. I was like, yes, I get to spend some time with the Lord. And literally I sit down, open the book and, uh, my son starts crying You know, and I was like, Oh, you know, so I just realized, Lord, thank you that, you know, where I am. and You know what I need today. And even if it was just those two minutes of me just saying, I'm leaning in. I've found that I've just felt the Holy Spirit lean in as well, and I'll mm. be walking up to get my son out of his bed and just feel the presence of God and just feel surrounded by the Lord. I'll, I'll hear him say something to me during the day while I'm just being mom, you know, and mm. I just love that, that God, God is, he's a gracious God that doesn't just mean grace against sin. It means grace in our seasons mm. and grace to meet us where we need him to meet us, you know, And I, I love that. I love that it's not a formula. I love that it's not a, it doesn't have to be a ritual or a traditional thing. It's He meets us where we are, and it's been really helpful for me.
0: Now, there might be people listening that grew up in a little bit more traditional church setting, and then like you said earlier, yeah. when you're talking about how a church that you went to when you were younger, it was a bit more like singing songs, and then you mm-hmm. went to this church that felt more like worship. How would yeah. you define worship? Like what what, what is it, and, and what, is it, what does it do for us, and how do we participate in it?
1: Mm. Yeah, I love this question, because I think for everybody it means something different. But worship is a response to who God is. It's a, we're made to worship. We're created to worship. You know, if, we don't, if we're not worshiping God, we're going to worship something because we what we give our time to, what we put our attention to, what we think about, those things can become worship. And so for me, just learning what worship is as, as an act of worship to God, that it brings breakthrough, that it brings hope. It, it opens the door to, to breakthrough of of the Lord in our lives, you know, declaring things. I have, um, even family members that I'm watching live out certain declarations that's like, change what you're speaking because you're things are, are seeds sown. And then we reap the, jo- the fruit of what we're saying, what we're singing, what we're saying over ourselves. And so for me, worship is that worship is all those things. It's a lifestyle. It's creating this atmosphere for the presence of God and everything that I'm doing. And, you know, one of the things that impacted me as a young girl was realizing that we can grieve the spirit of God in things that we're doing. And I just always wanted to be really cautious of that. Like, Lord, mm-hmm. just, I want to, I want to have an atmosphere in my home and in my life that the Lord can speak to me everywhere that I am. It doesn't just have to be during church or just during while I'm sitting and waiting, you know. So I feel like that's such a hard question because I think Mm -hmm. everybody really connects to God in a different way. And I think that's the power of it is that we are connecting with God, that we are letting him be first in our heart and, and speaking to us and moving in our lives. I mean, I grew up Baptist as well. And I would go to my grandparents' church as a kid. and But I remember God moving there just as much as He was moving mm-hmm. in the non-denominational mm-hmm. church that I was going to because we're His kids. And it, well, He says when two of more are gathered in His name, He's there. So I learned some really deep biblical truths and, and foundational things in my grandparents' church. And then I was learning a lot about the Spirit and about the gifts of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit in the Mm -hmm. church I grew up in. So I just love all of those things. They're all important.
2: I think you bring up a good point about how everybody connects differently. And, you know, um, I had an experience where this last weekend, I went to a rap, Christian rap concert, because, you know, hip,
1: super hip. (laughs) Who
2: was it? Um, Okay. (laughs) It's a guy that I, well, it's a guy that I went to Israel with. His name's Thizzle, and it was a whole bunch of different rappers, but they were preachers. I'm telling you what, they were preachers. Yeah, And the gospel was taught many times and uh there was a a brokenness like a communal brokenness they asked how many of y'all been to jail like half the group and but one of the guys shared a testimony of how he he did not relate to his grandparents church his grandma's church with the hats Mm. and the suits and um the worship style but this style that is coming up this rap style is connecting with so many um, awesome. for the gal that's listening and she just hasn't found it, like music is not resonating with her spirit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Is there any tips? Like, what would you, I'm trying to even think, what would I say to her? Cause she may, you know, maybe she turns on Bethel and it's not, it's not striking a chord with her experience. Mm-hmm. I know some it's more traditional.
1: Yeah. You know, I think just being patient to keep, keep pursuing, you know, God says, draw near to me and mm. I will draw near to you. Mm. And there's something about us drawing in first, and I think sometimes we get we get weary if we don't hear him speak, or we don't feel his presence the very second we ask him. But something I've learned, because I experienced that sometimes even, and I just know he's a jealous God, that he just wants us to lean in. He wants us to come after him, and I think sometimes we just have to sit and wait sometimes. Mm. And let songs seep into our spirits. You know, maybe maybe someone that's listening to this and you're dealing with that kind of thing, maybe you've been in a really dry season. I know when I first got married, my husband and I lived in the desert. We lived, mm-hmm. literally lived out in Arizona. <laughs> and um, growing up in Texas, it rains all the time in Texas, so the soil, is it's it receives rain easily. There's even drainage and, and ways for the rain to be received and, and to be put into the lakes and the rivers here in Texas. But in Arizona, they don't even hardly have to have that because it takes the soil so long for the water to, to really seep in. And I, I think sometimes in our lives, in our spiritual walks, we can be in a dry season. And I think in those seasons, you just have to give yourself grace. God has grace on you, so give yourself grace too. And just be okay to just sit and wait sometimes Mm. You know, if you didn't if that song didn't move you, play it play it all day until something in your spirit connects to the words or something mm. in your spirit connects to what you're saying and declaring over yourself because I promise you our spirit man will line up with what we're declaring over ourselves, you know, and mm. music can help do that, you know, and I think it just takes time sometimes.
0: That's so good. I love how you said sit and wait because we live in such a kind of a fast food, uh, instant gratification culture. And we're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm meeting with you, God. You have between 6.55 and (laughs) (laughs) 7.15 and I need you to move powerfully, but don't go over because I need to take my kids to school or I need to get to work. And I love that idea of just sitting and waiting, because when we really invest in something, we're saying, you know what, God, I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to wait here. um, And and I I find you more valuable than my schedule or whatever. Um, I I love that. Um, So so what are some of the just to get super practical, because, again, Hello Mornings is about building that morning routine. And so in seasons, you know, you might have a a wonky morning routine right now, as I know I did when I had little ones. Um, But in seasons when it's been more consistent or, or, you know, whenever, what are some of the things that you use in your morning time? I know you mentioned podcasts, but was your, you know, yeah. you could go from your favorite Bible version to a journal that you like to use or a Bible study or a pen. What are some of the tools? A pen. Oh, I knew you are going okay. <laughs> to say pen.
1: I have to bring in
0: office supplies because I yeah. love office supplies. So if you have a favorite pen,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, I don't have this in this season. I think probably just because we had a baby and we're renting a house. But I have a certain chair that is my God chair, and I don't have it out because I don't have room for it in my house where I am. But I have this certain chair, I call it my Jesus chair, and I'm not allowed to do anything in that chair except spend time with the Lord. Oh, I like I'm that. not allowed to have my phone. Yeah, I can't use my phone. I can't use my Bible on my phone in that chair because I, I know myself and I'll get distracted. Um, so, yeah, that's something that's just been practical and helpful for me to just be like, if, if I sit in this chair, I'm spending time with Jesus and that's it. So what I'll take with me is my favorite journal, a pen. Yes. What kind? <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know the name of them, but they're gel, the gel tip. Okay, shall we okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, whatever book I'm reading at the time and I'll just spend time. I don't even listen to podcasts in that chair. That literally is just a chair, where I'm either reading something or I'm just listening and waiting on the voice of God.
0: I love that. Do you have a go-to passage that you're like, I'm not studying anything in particular right now, but this is the one I always love going to, a certain book of the Bible or anything like
2: that?
1: Oh, if I'm not in a certain study, I I love Proverbs. I just always, Mm. and I love it in different translations. I'm loving it right now in the Passion translation. Um, just because it feels more like a story. Um, but my go-to translation just in my life is New King James Version. Yeah. I feel like it's just like, I don't know, I've just always enjoyed that version. And then the message is always pretty cool. I think it puts it in terms that we understand a little bit more sometimes.
2: Very cool, very cool. Uh, I think you've been such an encouragement to that young mom that's listening. Like I loved your story of even just sitting down in the chair in those two minutes. Um, yeah. So, so helpful to the gal who's listening. Uh, when have you had a season where you're, you know, I know right now it's hard, but where you're not connecting, where you're not syncing up with God and what have you done to repair that?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm i such a big fan of my friends, <laughs>
2: mm. you know,
1: just having godly friends in my life and being able to say, hey, I'm really just, can we just meet up for coffee? I just want to chat. I just need some encouragement, you know, even talking through things with marriage, being a new mom, you know, like what were you doing in this season when your child was 14 months, and, <laughs> you know? And a lot of times they're like, this season will pass, I promise, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just encouraging to to be reminded sometimes, hey, you're not alone. You're not the only one that's ever been in this place. You, you know, it's good. And um, here recently I felt like the Lord, because I've, I've kind of been in that season just feeling like it's hard to connect On a regular basis because of being a new mom and um and i heard the lord tell me the other day during church he's like i want you every morning even if you just have a second to write in your journal something you're grateful for Mm -hmm. and so i'll hear my baby wake up on the monitor and before i run in there to get him i'll just open my journal i leave it by my by my bed and i grab my pen and i just write something that I'm grateful for. And it started out with being thankful that I can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. The next mm-hmm. day I wrote something about my husband. The next day I wrote something about my baby. And I've just been writing just these quick little phrases. And I find myself thinking about them and even praying and being grateful all day. Just mm-hmm. like, God, I really do thank you that I can hear your voice. It's just incredible you're a God. That, and it, it's caused this kind of a conversation with the Lord during the day. So I just love that that he gave me that idea because he knew that that's what I would need right now to just help me feel connected during the day. It wasn't a book, it wasn't a study that's way too intricate right now and detailed. It's just something simple and it was what I needed right now and it's been really powerful. And I've only done it a week and I'm a big fan. (laughs)
2: But I that. feel like it's another form of worship. It's, it's, if yeah. for the gal that music isn't her thing or for you that music is your <laughs> everything, yeah. Yeah. uh, that it's another way to worship. That's really cool. Yeah,
1: it really is. And it's been kind of like resetting my, um, just my attitude at home, you know, when I can be a little bit annoyed if Kenyon doesn't take a nap as long as I wanted him, yeah. you know, just, <laughs> just the things, the mom things, you know, and it's like, it's all right, I'm grateful that I get to do laundry. I'm grateful that I have a house to do laundry and I'm grateful I, you know, cause it's like, those are the real life things we're doing at home, so.
0: You know, in um, like in habit building, I don't know what the word would be, I guess in maybe habit building psychology, that would be called, uh, I, sorry, I, I can be a little nerdy sometimes. I love it. Okay, no, so I, I love it. That can be called a keystone habit. It's like the thing that you do that can then set in motion other things Like like making your bed. So when I make my wow. bed, my kids are much less likely to dump stuff in my room because that room is then clean and they don't uh. want to be the one to dump stuff in there and so nice. you know there, there's all these different keystone habits that we can have and so i, I love that, that i mean that, that's super quick that could take like 30 seconds but by right. just doing oh, that fucking. by taking that 30 seconds to be intentional you're kind of um almost kind of like setting the gps on your heart for the day yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> you true. know to be like god this is the direction i'm going i want to be thankful for what i have and it starts that conversation for you to really walk in his presence for the rest of yeah. the day
1: That's
0: really good. good. So speaking of worship uh, music, you have a new album out. I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about that.
1: Oh, I'm so grateful for this new album. And it's very special to me because it was written in a really hard season, but a really beautiful season. Um, For those that don't know the whole story, I'll just recap. Um, About a year and a half ago, my sister and I were pregnant at the same time. And it was just so sweet and so fun it was a dream come true for us but right at seven and a half months pregnant she gave birth to a sleeping angel that was Mm. already with jesus before we got to meet her her name was james ivy and i didn't know that that season was going to launch our entire family into just having to hold on to him for dear life you know a lot of a lot of questions a lot of because we love the lord so it was one of those things of why? Why would you let this happen? Why Why did this happen? What is going on? Are you in control? Um, just all the, all the processing, all of the questions. But yet, I was still pregnant, and so, just grieving with my sister, but yet celebrating my first baby. And my sister has a, a four-year-old, so we have him in our in our world as well. And so, just lots of uncharted waters and. So I happened to be in a in an album season and writing for an album. And so I just began, instead of closing off and just saying, you know what, I'm going to postpone until I feel better. I just started writing out of that season and, and just found myself being very transparent and honest in my lyrics. And I cried a lot in every session that we were doing and just pouring my heart out to the Lord and. It was just amazing even the timing of writing with different friends and um wrote with amanda cook from bethel just at the right time and we wrote a song called the garden from an actual garden in my backyard that had ivy growing in it that i didn't know was there until it started to bloom mm-hmm. and it made me realize that's my niece's namesake ivy and her name was i said it james ivy but um just realizing that god really really does go before us. He's not surprised with the things we walk through. I wish he wouldn't allow us to walk through anything hard, but he he, he just promised he'll be with us. He'll never forsake us. He'll give us the strength that it actually produces more faith in us and and courage and strength. And so it's like we don't want to go through those things again, but if we look back at the hard stuff we've been through, we realize that he is at work. He's strengthening us and giving us the grace to walk through it and so just all of those elements and all those things I just wrote and wrote the album so my favorite songs on there are the garden speak to me um oh gosh I shouldn't have even gone down the shirt I like them (laughs) all (laughs) they all mean something different to me so
0: okay so for the the woman listening who's trying to build a morning routine and knows that she needs to spend time with Jesus and wants to spend time with Jesus every day what's what's one encouragement that you would give to her?
1: I would tell her to take a deep breath and maybe start in the morning by just saying, Hello, hello, Father. What do you want to do in my life today? Mm. And if that's all you have time to do, watch how God just begins to surprise you, begins to just show up. You know, I think just being aware of letting Him be God and realize that he is in pursuit of us more than we are in pursuit of him. It's not all on our shoulders. And I think just that leaning in and just being, just saying, God, I want you to show me who you are today. He will. And if it starts there, it will create more of a hunger to get the word. It'll create more of a hunger to be listening to worship music, to change the atmosphere in your home. And, um, just walking in, in grace for yourself and the time that you have to spend with him.
0: So good. Carrie, where can people find you and your new album online?
1: You know, I guess the best place would be my website, just carryjobe.com. And then I'm on all the social media stuff. So Facebook, Instagram, the fun places.
0: <laughs> and that's K A R I J O B E for everybody listening. And Carrie. Yeah. Heather, thank you guys so much for joining us today. And I hope you guys have a great day.
1: You too, thank you. Before the throne of a noble king, and in this place my heart begins to sing. It's gonna be a good day, a good day filled with His grace, His grace and sweet. New
0: This song is called God Day by Jen Stanbro. You can get your copy at iTunes, Amazon, or jenstanbro.com.